Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The controversy over President Biden's handling of classified information is growing. Revelations, a second batch of classified documents has been discovered by aides to the president, this time in a different location from where the initial documents were found. A person familiar with the matter tells NBC News. Just yesterday, the president defending his handling of classified material. I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. We're cooperating fully. So here's the deal. Uh, Looking up at the TVs, both Good Morning America and the CBS Early Show led with the Biden stories. Actually, I think the Early Show might have touched on the... Uh, airline outages, and then went right to the Biden story. If it weren't for the airline outage story, it would be absolutely the number one story from Fox to MSNBC. The fact that Biden had classified information uh, not handled in the correct way. I'm not exactly sure why. We haven't had one of these scandal-feeding frenzies like this in around a president. Certainly, you got to go back pre-Trump. Right. Right. And I'm just shocked by it since it is the Democrat and the bias has been so egregious in the last several years. Is it just too good to pass up? Is it too ironic to pass up? Do they want uh, uh, great grandpotus out of the way? I don't know. So it's not just Fox News asking questions in the briefing room for the first time about a scandal around Biden. It's lots of people. Let's start with Ed O'Keefe of CBS News questioning KJP yesterday. Has he uh, looked into whether any other documents have been taken to any other uh, his, any other office that he has? I'm just not going to speak to this. I'm going to uh, let the process continue. Why didn't he or someone in the White House inform the American people when these documents were discovered on November 2nd? Again, Ed, this is under review by the Department of Justice. It is literally under review right now. As, we are, as, as, I, as I am talking to you, it is under review. Excellent question, Ed, who I once sat next to at dinner, but he hardly talked to me. 
why did it take however long for this information to come out? I mean, it came out from CBS News. One would assume from some sort of leak. It wasn't the White House coming forward and giving us this information. And we uh, kept it under wraps until after the midterm, best as we could. Uh, next question. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the answer. Because if it had come out before the election, it might have damaged our chances. Anybody else want to ask about something? (laughs) All right, sure. So we heard from Kristen Welker on NBC. They're the ones that broke yesterday the second batch of classified information at a different location. That's not yet known. She had questions for KJP also. Does it undercut the president's promise of transparency that these documents were not revealed for several months after the White House discovered them? But look, you know... So when his lawyers realized that these documents were there, they turned them over to the archives. All right. That was a non-answer for that whole thing there is, uh, you know, that's kind of her job. And then Peter Ducey of Fox, of course, got in on it. How could anyone be that irresponsible? Isn't that what this president says about mishandling classified documents? The president spoke to this personally. He spoke to this personally. He, again, he believes that uh, classified documents and information should be taken seriously. He takes them seriously. And he was surprised to learn by any any records. Well, let me me explain to you the process. Here's what happened when uh, his lawyers found out that the documents were there. They immediately turned them over uh, to their archives. But they were there. But they immediately turned them over. Over to the archives. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into specifics, but I'm going. What I'm reiterating to you is what you heard from the president yourself, Peter, uh, which is how he saw the process and how he respects and truly uh, uh, respects and takes this very seriously. Is there just no way to do that job without adopting a condescending tone at some point? Apparently. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know what I'd love to see more uh, reporters do of uh, all stripes, all networks say, if you're not going to get into specifics, why are we doing this? <laughs> or if you're not going to answer that question, why are we doing this? Because yeah. you could ask old KJP that five times a day. Right. What's the point of this? What is this song and dance we're all doing in this little room? Yeah. This you're is- not briefing the press. <laughs> Exactly. This is portrayed as an opportunity for the American people to get more information on a story. You're not offering any more information. So can I go home now or can you go home now or what are we doing? Let me soar up to 30,000 feet if the FAA has its act together, Jack, and ask you this. Is it just that the Trump frenzy is mostly over in the media that they've remembered that the greatest way to build a career is to uh, uncover and investigate a scandal involving mm-hmm. the White House. And so we're back to kind of the old days. That could be. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I, I'm, I'm all for that. There's some reason that we have this. You have uh, everybody piggybacking. Because usually it's Fox standing alone asking sure. a question about immigration or something You know, the Biden administration did. And all the other networks are completely ignoring it. The fact that they were all, you know, piggybacking on on each other's questions and stuff like that, like the sort of feeding frenzy you usually get with scandals. I don't know. Maybe you're right. It, it's a it's a chance to become a star. 
I don't yeah. know. Well, and, you know, that's fine. That's, that's, that's the free exchange of ideas and the marketplace of ideas often have something to do with self-interest. And that's great. If self-interest is why reporters hold the powerful to account, hey, as long as you're holding them to account, I'm fine with it. Well, the old theory was, and maybe that's come back, is that reporters are people, too. They're usually pretty smart people, educated people, and they don't like to be treated like they're stupid. Yes. Don't treat me like I'm stupid. I'm not stupid. Um, so that's often what drives these sorts of questions. Here's Josh Crashauer. He's with Axios talking about where this goes next. You know, Attorney General Garland is, is very, very attuned to the perception of fairness. He, he appointed a U.S. attorney uh, appointed by Trump uh, to, to do the initial investigation. So it, it does seem like there, there is some momentum for a special counsel to, to, to kind of have the same standard and how he dealt with the Trump situation with the documents as he's as we're learning that there are very strong similarities between between this case and and, and what happened at Mar-a-Lago. Right. And, you know, the mainstream media is quick to point out the differences. Trump was asked many times to return that stuff and wouldn't and various things like that. But Fair enough. As Sarah Isger, who used to work in the Justice Department uh, under uh, in the Trump administration, said yesterday there are distinctions. She's not a Trump fan, by the way. There are distinctions between Trump's and Biden handling of the documents, but those aren't enough to allow the DOJ to move forward with only one investigation. You either got to investigate both of these or neither, just because of the perception of the whole thing. Right. And if indeed you investigate both and find one is dirty enough to prosecute and the other's not, well, then you put that in front of the American people and you, uh, you know, endure the slings and arrows of uh, what we all think about that. Yeah. And so an investigation that- is not a prosecution and is not a conviction. It's an investigation. But yeah, if you're going to do one, you have to do both. So then you get into the discussion that we had right after the raid of Mar-a-Lago of, uh, do we hold with the whole no one's above the law, the president's just like any other citizen? Because that's very important. We're a nation of laws, not men, that whole thing. Or do we go with, I remember George Will, who's as conservative as conservative get. His column was the whole idea of uh, let justice be done or the heavens fall. How about let's not? If this would destroy America to prosecute a former president, a current president, whatever, eh, let's not do that. Yeah, fair enough. I I find myself wondering if uh, taking off my, you know, partisan hat and putting on my curious guy uh, beanie. Um, uh, what's the deal with classified documents? I've heard so many times that everything gets classified. It's just kind of a default thing. Why don't we go ahead and classify this just in case? And so everything's wildly overclassified. There are different uh, levels of classification. Nobody takes the lower level stuff seriously. And and the mid-level stuff, maybe. I don't, how does that all work? How is it that every candidate t- t- ends up having multiple classified documents laying around? So was Let's there, be honest about it. So I was trying to remember. I could Google it, but I don't care enough. Was there a special counsel on Hillary? The, the FBI was investigating, remember, because Comey came out and gave his speech where he talked about how awful it was she'd done and how much she had violated the law, but we're not going to do anything about it. Um, <laughs> but so was there a special counsel there or just the FBI investigation? But either way, there yeah, just was the FBI, there was an investigation of the last three presidential candidates. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Going back six years, seven years now, three presidential candidates in a row, two of them president where they had classified documents. So, yes, yeah, something's funky. Either we classify too much stuff or they just they just don't take any of that stuff seriously or something. But let's figure this out, people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't know. 
I how many people are actually concerned that Trump or Biden lets some information around that has allowed the uh, you know the, the the Venezuelans to now get a nuke or something? Right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. How many people are actually worried about the revealing oh. classified information as opposed, as opposed to just to being yeah just charged the, up of, just yeah. the political story about it? <laughs> yeah, none. <laughs> yeah. How many people are like, good Lord, the nation's secrets? <laughs> right. <laughs> Almost none, right. I would maybe, guess. Maybe we should be, but I don't think That's anybody... a great question. <laughs> and again, because it's all classified, they can't go through it. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Trump had the plans for all of our nuclear submarines, the, uh, the, the schematics of the plumbing at the White House, because somebody could slip some sort of uh, submarine bomb into there to blow up the president's hind end while he pooped. Um, and blah, blah. No, they can't detail what was in there. Except in very broad terms. So I just, I, I feel like this is all partisan frenzy and it's kind of amusing, but I, I don't know how seriously to take any of it. You look at, look at the freaking national finances. You look at the, just the debt that is now so suffocating, you can't even comprehend it. You look at the threat of China. Our, our, our social welfare system is going to go broke within a decade. All of that stuff. If if an eighty year old guy had like the the the, the uh, landscaping plans for the South Lawn classified <laughs> at his money laundering think tank, I just I got to admit I'm not that upset about it. Well, it does depend on the secrets. I mean, is it the names and locations of the space aliens, or is it Eleanor Roosevelt's secret chocolate chip cookie recipe? That depends right. on what the secrets were. I know, I know. The fact that and and again. It's it's funny. She probably um, had a secret potato salad recipe. That's kind of the era. Well, she had a secret gal on the side. So, <laughs> well, I do enjoy potato salad. That's not my first. Eleanor area of Roosevelt had a secret gal on the side. Oh yeah, absolutely. Her secretary was her lover. Not a joke. Uh, anyway, uh, Joe Biden knows because he dated uh, Eleanor Roosevelt briefly. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, so you know, while this stuff is interesting, and I'm really heartened to see the uh, the mainstream media drop their ever present partisan bias, uh, there are so much more important stories that I wish they were at least paying attention to. Yeah, no doubt. Um, not this is not a politics story. This is a fun story. Later, we'll get to the latest details of representative santos's background more of his oh. lies that he's been telling on his resume and whatnot it's hilarious he is hilarious well he's sick he's got a problem but some of his lies are hilarious what do you got coming up something and next half hour california's crumbling oh, and yeah. i don't mean because of the rainstorms either stay tuned for all this stuff armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All flights across the U.S. were grounded due to a failure with the FAA's computer system. And it's never a good sign when you see a jumbo jet taking the I-95 to Tampa. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> Meanwhile, the outage happened while some planes were in the air. If there's one thing you don't want to hear from your pilot, it's attention, passengers. Do yourselves a favor and stay off Twitter for a little bit. And... <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if all this actually started because some guy didn't put his phone on airplane mode during takeoff? <laughs> it's real? <laughs> this does something? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Still um, wondering what the heck happened, though, right? Yeah, so I heard one report, I think, on NPR about an engineer putting in a floppy disk with old software or something like that, but I haven't seen that anywhere else. Mm. And uh, there, there's a headline in New York Times that Biden just told Buttigieg, as soon as you figure out, let me know. So they must not know. The interesting thing to this, though, that I don't think is getting enough attention, Canada's, well, I'll look at the headline is, Canada suffers same mysterious air system outage as U.S. shortly after hours. So hmm. now it's possible they use exactly the same software system because they are America's hat. Um, well, and, and they ought to be interconnected. Probably, but that deserves some ex- explanation. Yeah, somebody's got to throw in a sentence. The uh, the two nations have uh, you know integrated their air systems since 1948 or whatever. I mean, because you got like the cities of uh, the Northeast, the Canadian cities and the American cities are right across rivers from each other. So it makes sense that it's not like a, a difficult thing to integrate those two systems. But somebody needs to explain that. Because it sure looks like some sort of hack or attack. Got California's crumbling update. Also, uh, New York Times taking a look at California's troubling homeless situation. And, man, there's a couple of things from that article that are worth pointing out since I am a Californian. Um, I don't know how many of you are following this story with the uh, the real estate woman that disappeared. And, like, for two days, people wondered where they were. And then they found out, oh, that's funny. Or, there's blood in the basement and a and a machete and her husband went to Home Depot and bought a whole bunch of cleaning supplies and then and then it turns out that he googled how to dispose of a 115 pound body and then they arrested him for good reason. Well, learned this yesterday on this story. This is interesting. So this dude Brian Walsh, he had been in a mental institution for 
years and years and years. He got put in there when he was 13 years old. He was diagnosed a sociopath, was in there forever. Wow. Got out as an, as an adult. Um, his father, who is wealthy, who he then ends up stealing money from, he ends up stealing money from his dad after he has a stroke, different story, but he's a scumbag. But anyway, yeah. this diagnosed sociopath who had been in a mental institution most of his adolescence and early adulthood, um, when he went to his dad for a little help, his dad said, you're my son, and I will always hope for the best for you, but I do not want to re-engage with you. If I did, I know that I would be letting mayhem back into my life, and I can't have that. Wow. So that's the sort of relationship he had with his own father. That's I, Did she know he was a sociopath when she married him, I wonder? Well, he was under house arrest of some right. form when he killed her for selling fake fine art. He so, sold phony Warhols on eBay for $80,000. Yeah. Somehow. And uh, yeah, he, he was not even allowed to go to the Home Depot. He violated his home arrest situation by going to Home Depot to buy the mop to clean up his wife's blood. Yeah. What yeah. a weird story. There's a movement among progressives that you, you get to uh, violate your house arrest for 48 hours before anybody, uh, you know, looks into your situation. Another one of those soft on crime measures. Just insane. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Just crazy. God dang it. You Googled how to dispose of a body. Good plan. Um, if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand. Tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let's go full breaking news donkey on this one. Full breaking news donkey. 
Holy cow! When news breaks, the donkey brays. So CBS broke the story that Joe Biden had classified information in a locked closet at his think tank. NBC News broke the story yesterday that there was a second location with classified information. It has now come out what that location was. It was the garage of his home. He had classified information in his garage at Whoa, home. Not and, a good look. And there's no there's no word locked anywhere on this story either. So you just had him in boxes in your freaking garage at your house. Okay. Wow, like next to his 2012 tax returns or you know those little cardboard file boxes we all have. I take classified information seriously as you all know. I don't leave them out in the driveway. They're in the garage. Wow. Okay, so yeah. more on that coming up, but that is just breaking. Also, from NBC News, nice job. All your big uh, corporate media outlets are on this story, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Golden State is disintegrating. Or you could say... <laughs> this entire report could be about the uh, the storms in the water and the lack of water storage in California. Which are problems that have been known for decades now, decades, that certain radio shows that may or may not be based in the capital of California have been absolutely bellowing about without fear of contradiction. But it had been ignored for years and years and years. And sure enough, now there's not enough water storage. All the rainwater is going off to the sea. The the levees are flooding, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but we're not going to do that. Instead, let's focus on. The so-called homeless problem, which is mostly a drug addiction, uh, bums and junkies problem. But handful of headlines for you. L.A. County is poised to declare a state of emergency over the homeless crisis. Both the uh, city and county of L.A. say that's an important first step in blah, blah, blah. Most recent count found almost 70,000 people, quote unquote, experiencing homelessness in the county. Almost Los seven. Angeles That's right. That's right, sir. Thank you. Uh, to get more specific, more, almost 70000 More than $500 million flows each year through the Homeless Initiative, which is coordinating the city's home, the county's homeless response. $500 million a year. Somebody's getting that money. Yeah. And all we're ending up with everywhere is more homeless people. That gets left out of the story all the freaking time. Yeah. Moving along swiftly because California's crumbling. California's crumbling. The number of homeless people living without shelter in downtown San Diego is approaching 2,000 and has hit a record high for the fifth straight month. Mm. Fifth straight month. You know why it is. Cost of housing. Right, exactly. And not enough money is being spent on homelessness. Oh, speaking of which, as California is clearly crumbling, California's crumbling. According to, uh, who is this? Doesn't really matter. Uh, the California Homeless Housing Needs Assessment has found that it would cost the state of Cal Unicornia an average of $8.1 billion a year for each of the next 12 years to put an end to homelessness at the current level of need. That's a calculation made without factoring in any assistance from the federal government, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, da, 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 da. Also, without factoring in the logic of so far... The more we spend, the more homeless people we end up with. So what the, the, hell is going on? the few remaining people that <laughs> haven't decided, hey, I'm going to live on the street and be a drug addict, or I'm homeless somewhere else in the United States, I think I'll go to California. Uh, there'll be more people. What's the best place in the world to live in a tent and get high all day? California, clearly. 
And so more and more junkies come to California. Uh, so uh, $8.1 billion for each of the next 12 years. I'll save you the, the uh, trouble of doing the math. That's around $100 billion. <sighs> Fabulous. Moving along. San Francisco District Attorney uh, Jenkins, Brooke Jenkins, who took office in July after the utterly unforgivable Chesa Bodine Marxist jackass was hounded out of office. She's the good guy, Brooke Jenkins. She's trying. This is interesting and a somewhat different topic. She vowed to get the city's most dangerous fentanyl dealers off the streets by seeking pretrial detention for those who are accused repeatedly of selling the poisonous drug, which has killed so many people. The, uh, it's about the death toll. She said she'd target those who posed extreme public safety threats because they'd been arrested multiple times with large quantities of fentanyl, the drug that has contributed to nearly 2,000 deaths in San Francisco alone in the past three years. 2,000 deaths. Over the last three years, which is more than COVID-19, homicides, and traffic crashes combined. Wow. That's so, a stat. So Brooke Jenkins, to her credit, is saying, why are we turning loose people who are selling deadly poison? Pre-trial, time and time again, they go back on the street and kill more people. Well, six months after taking office, Ms. Jenkins is doing her very best, but... It's up to judges to decide whether and how to release the defendants. Since July, Jenkins' office has filed charges relating to selling narcotics in 380 felony cases, uh, 316 defendants. Uh, she promised to seek pretrial detention in the most egregious examples. So far, that's only 16 cases. But a judge has denied her request in about half of those cases and quickly released the defendants. Uh, they agree, agreed to hold four people in custody pre-trial, set cash bail for five. And so if you try as hard as you can and you still have progressive judges saying, no, this person who's dealing a drug that's killed thousands of people, we're going to let them just run away into the hills and disappear. There's there's almost nothing you can do. And finally, one more facet, facet of the crumbling of California. I found this so, so interesting. There is a new movement that everybody in Cal Unicornia has to have these digital license plates. We've talked about those a little bit. Uh, they can, uh, they will have your license plate number, but they can like show messages. Amber alert, look for this car on your license plate. Hmm. Turns your car into a rolling billboard, in essence, among we other need, things. We need something else to distract us when we're driving. There aren't enough things. Well, and as it turns out, those digital license plates are like digital everything else. Of course. They're a tracking mechanism. Of course they are. And a team of security researchers managed to gain super administrative access into Reviver, which is the company behind California's new digital license plates, which launched last year. That access allowed them to track the physical GPS location of every single customer and change a section of text at the bottom of the license plate designed for personalized messages to whatever they wished, which could lead to big fun oh, it could be hilarious it could actually be but yeah they hacked with ease into these license plates and took control of them and figured out where everybody in california who has these was at every moment whether it's collectivism wasting billions of dollars on bums and junkies without addressing the root problems 
permissiveness on crime, or totalitarian impulses. California's crumbling. California's crumbling. So, yeah. so here's this big story from the New York Times about California that's not really California's crumbling. It's more like journalism's crumbling to me, the way the New York Times handled this story. Their big headline was No Refuge from the Storm, and it's the idea that all the homeless people, you know, are getting pounded with rain and how awful it is that they're, they're getting all wet and cold, you know, and I'm not wishing anybody has to live out in the wet and the cold, but at no point in this very long article, I mean, it's one of those, you know, they go big stories in the New York Times, at no point do they even mention drug addiction. I mean, they just don't even mention wow. the idea that that plays a role. New York Times, you're crappy at your job. They mention housing prices and stuff like that. Mental illness, probably, which is good. Don't even mention drug addiction at all. But the thing that caught my eye in this article, two things. One, they mentioned that there are 170,000 homeless residents in the state of California. That's people experiencing homelessness, Jack. 170,000. Then later in the article... Like, many paragraphs later, but they don't put this together because it would be astounding if they did. They mention these problems exist across the country where about 230,000 people are living unsheltered. Whoa. So Whoa, there wait are, a minute. Wait a second. So there are 230,000 in the entire country. 170 are in California. Do the math real quick. It's 74% by their numbers. 74% of the homeless people in the entire freaking country live in one state. That's policy, my friends. There's lots of places that have moderate weather where you could go to be homeless. There's a reason why three quarters of the homeless people are in California. And most of those moderate weather places are pretty expensive to live, too, because they're beautiful. People want to live there. If, if we put out the word, Jack, to, to the good folks, email us from whatever city you live in and say, hey, here in Frankfort, Kentucky, or, you know, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, or whatever, there are zero bum camps. Zero. We would get hundreds of emails from hundreds of cities. It's policy, as you say. So here comes the hard-hearted uh, me where I get, uh, you know, uh, called all kinds of names for being a, a mean bastard. But a whole bunch of these people are drug addicts, and a whole bunch of them people are a combination of drug addicts, and they just they just, just don't want to have to engage in society, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I yeah. think a lot of these people are. I, I would say I believe easily the majority of them. Um, it mentions in the New York Times, with just no, no caveats to these sentences whatsoever. Some have uh, the reasons why they're not in shelters and they're out in the rain. Some have pets they cannot bear to leave, to leave behind. They cannot be accommodated at the shelters. You know what? I wanted to have a dog a long, long time ago. I didn't. You know why? I couldn't afford it. It didn't work with my lifestyle because I had a job and I was in school and I couldn't afford it, so I didn't have a dog. You can't afford to have a freaking dog. You live in the rain, and I'm supposed to be worried about that? They or quote give some tons woman. of tax money so you can live with a dog. <laughs> they quote some woman who's got four dogs. I can't live in a shelter. I got four dogs. Then you, you can't have four dogs if you're Jeez living Louise. in the rain. Or, or you get to live in the rain and have four dogs, but don't act like it's my problem. And don't poo on the sidewalk or camp in front of my don't business like either. It's my problem that you know, she said my dogs are like my kids. Okay, grand. You get to have four dogs and pretend they're your kids. But don't complain to me that you're in the rain, all right? Because there are shelters being provided with my money. Money. So I, some people don't have dogs for lots of reasons. You don't get to have dogs. God dang it. Stuff like that drives me crazy. Some do not want to uh, or many resent the curfews and strict sobriety requirements. Oh, OK. You want to be high and, and live the life you again, want. This is a problem. You prefer to live in a tent. Again, this is my problem somehow that you're in the rain 
because they won't let you be drunk or high at the shelter that I'm paying for. This is a me problem or a you problem? God dang it, that drives me crazy. And nobody says that at all. Also, a lot of the homeless people are, uh, a lot of the people that are in the shelters, they say, are prisoners. People that have been let out of prison. And some of these homeless people don't want to live in the shelter with other prisoners. I get that one. I have some sympathy for that because they're bad, scary people. Not all of them are are bad, scary people. But the perception among the homeless is that there's lots of bad, scary people at the shelter. That's according to the New York Times, not my words. Yeah. Um, but God dang it, that whole idea of, well, you know, they should get to have their pets and get drunk whenever they want. Whoa, how far are we going to go to accommodate people? And California needs to spend $100 billion to accommodate their preference for pets, drunkenness, and outdoor living. Okay, great. By the way, I'd like a shiny new nickel for the first time Gavin Newsom has asked. Uh, hey, according to the New York Times, it appears that 74%, three-quarters of the homeless people in America live in your state. What's up with that? Housing prices. Housing prices. Uh, Income inequity. Yeah, it's inequality, racism, uh, 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 environmental something or other. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it's a tragedy, human tragedy. We need more taxes. Well, and again, you know, back to the hard-hearted, I'm a mean person thing. I have not lived lots of places that I'd like to live because they're too expensive. I didn't think, you know what, somebody needs to do something to bring down the rent in that town. I thought, I can't live there because I don't have a good enough job. So I'm going to have to live over in this crappy town because that's oh, no, what no, no, I can no, afford. No. No, I'm going to live in the park until somebody builds me an apartment. Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, some of the most expensive places to live on Earth. If you can't afford an apartment, move into a tent till they build you a free one. What's the matter with you? <laughs> the rent oh is too damn high. Anyway, so that's that. Unreal. I will be quoting that stat for a long time. Three quarters of the homeless people in America are in California. According to the New York Times, Uh, that wrinkle in the Joe Biden story, among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store, clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Lawyers for Joe Biden happened upon a handful of classified documents that were in a private office he used at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, aides have discovered what has been described as a batch of additional materials at another location. And can't we tie a big spoon to these documents like they do with the gas station bathroom key? It's, we're one episode of Storage Wars away from finding out who killed JFK. <laughs> So staffers for nice. Joe Biden are now searching everywhere he could have possibly left documents. Uh, his knapsack, his pill organizer, under the arch at the 1904 World's Fair. It could be anywhere. <laughs> his, his pill organizer. Wow. Wow. Those are some good jokes right there. So that was last night on Kimmel. By that time, NBC had broken the story that a second location has been found where Joe Biden was keeping classified documents in uh, not the way you're supposed to. Well, that news is now out. His home, which was some of the speculation, his home in Wilmington, Delaware, two locations in his home in the garage and a room adjacent to the garage, which I would assume is the room where you have your washer dryer, your muddy rain boots and your dog bowl. Yeah, like your mud room or your laundry room. I don't know, but let's see. Where do I put the plans to Fort Knox? How about over here <laughs> by Sergeant's Treats. That's why I do a lot of my stuff. You know, I, I regularly have important papers that are sitting on the dryer because I meant to bring them in the house or take them to work or something. Well, they're on the way in or the way out or yes. whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, Michael, by the way, what was that uh, groovy bumper music? That was played? Jeff Beck. I was guessing I that was a little yeah. Jeff Beck music because the great guitar so. player died yesterday. Yeah, unique musician, no doubt. Uh, name more famous than his music these days, but a fine player. Younger than Joe Biden, 78. 78 years old. Yes. So um, just looking at the Twitter and everything like that, I was reading from CNN the latest information on where they found the documents, making the point several times today that all your media is on this story for some reason. It's been a while since we've had a scandal that everybody was engaged in. Usually it's either the Fox crowd or the other crowd, but not both. But everybody's on this story, and we'll see where it goes. And uh, it's you know, and nobody's saying a locked garage or a locked room now, like the original locked a locked closet at his think tank. If it's just in the garage at the home, that's completely different. Well, isn't everybody's garage more or less locked? I mean, the the back door to the house or the backyard is locked, and and you got to have the remote to open the the garage door. But well, I would assume Mar-a-Lago is more or less <clears throat> locked too, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, and the whole scandal thing. Is there a scandal? That's what I want to know. I want to know what's actually going on. And at this point, the feeding frenzy, to my surprise, has grown to all of the alphabet networks. 
And so what what are the documents? What's the deal with how much stuff is classified? Is there anything anybody gives a damn well, yeah. in, in those documents? How about the Trump documents? Need to reiterate. Yeah. Need to reiterate. I don't think there's hardly anybody, including me, that's, I wonder what the documents were. Oh, I wonder what leaked to the Chinese. Nobody's thinking about that. It's just the political conundrum. Are you going to pursue Trump? As a criminal, but not Biden on this? With the differences, I realize there are differences. Although, the differences are getting smaller. Originally, it was Trump had 300, Biden has 10. Well, how many is it now that we've found two more rooms with documents in them? What are the numbers now on these documents? Well, and apparently, they're everywhere. Yeah, are we done finding places where he was keeping documents? I mean, that's three different locations. Two, if you want to say his money laundering think tank in his house. Underneath the bench on his fishing boat where he keeps the bait. That might, There might be some documents there. Yeah, who knows? And what's the nature of them? Right. Right. I mean, if, if, if B.B. Netanyahu drops him a note, hey, Joe, thanks for the uh, biography of George Washington. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, best to Jill. We'll see you soon. Is that classified because it's from a foreign head of state? I don't know. Here's what I think. I think it makes much more like less likely, much less likely that the attorney general is going to charge Trump with anything because of this. I think that's the sum total of this story. I don't think Biden will be charged with anything, but now I definitely don't think Trump will be charged with anything. Yeah, maybe somebody will make some plea that uh, we need to reform the handling of classified material. Gee, you think Um, that's probably all that'll come out. Politically, it would just be so weird looking to charge Trump with something and not. Bye. Next hour, it's increasingly popular on the left to deny that cancel culture exists. A counterpoint for you. If you can't stay tuned for next hour, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.